Welcome back to another episode of the Street Alpha Podcast. I am your host, Tooks. We are here in Pennsylvania. We're in the sticks. We're not in the sticks. <laughs> we are in the sticks. This was a far drive. All right. It was like two hours. And those of you who are in New York, you know how far this is. Because anything outside of, let me see, like Staten Island area or anything more west of that is like far. Or upstate. If you're going like to Buffalo. This is not that far. We are like, not the we're sticks. Not, <laughs> we are not the, the city. <laughs> this is, I guess it's the city, but like I, I, uh, I see nothing but like mountains out here. It's, it's a little, it's, it's the sticks. It's pretty far. <laughs> Anyways, I drove out here to interview, uh, I guess a little friend. I could say a friend, right? Yeah. yeah. Now, if you guys know who Sammy is, she is a car model influencer now. Um, and she has definitely influenced a lot of other people especially car models and she's definitely a car girl most most importantly so um yeah let's let's get up for sammy I, we don't have anybody here so it's kind of like weird i know <laughs> so hello I, i'm by myself today i had to set up everything my girl's not here so um i'm a little like flustered right now but i'm trying to like calm down and not sweat so um, he's got it i yeah, give him props <laughs> he did it all by himself and i love it yeah this is how it always goes um so yeah i'm happy to have you on um I, i'm trying to interview more people who are like from like the og car scene mm -hmm. and i got to be careful with that too because to me og is like like 2016 2015 okay that time period i don't know what you consider og in the car scene OG, I would say like more like 2013, 2014, I would say. Young, young right. So yeah. I, I wasn't even in the car scene, I think. No, I wasn't. I was building a car, but I wasn't in the scene. Like yeah. How you were. And um, you do, you are right. You have to watch because when I say OG car people, yeah. they're like, you're not even old enough to say that exactly. OG. Yeah. Like, and also my OG, I mean, I started in 2010. So like, oh, wow. Yeah. That is OG as well. That's when I started right. when I graduated high school. But like, I feel like the most hype it was was 2013. 2013. What yeah. what car shows were happening that like that was like like what were you looking up to at that time? Tuner Evolution, Slammed Enough, H2O always. Yeah. Um I wasn't really into uh Audis and European cars, right. but Waterfest was a huge one. Waterfest. That's yeah. not even a thing anymore, right? I don't think it's a thing anymore. Yeah. Now nah, Waterfest, I don't even know what that is, honestly, not going to lie. I wasn't yeah. really big into car shows back then. I was just more into building my own car. Yeah. But um. But yeah. So a lot to talk about, guys. A lot to unpack. Um. We're gonna start with more so her background. You guys have definitely seen some controversial stuff in the past <laughs> with Sammy. Um. That I'm sure we're gonna, we're gonna see. She's looking at me smiling. <laughs> that we're definitely gonna get into. Um. A lot of topics to cover, and I'm glad that I'm actually doing this with you because um. There's not too many people left who are from that time period, and now you've shifted out of that whole car scene phase. Yeah. So it's gonna be a pretty nostalgic episode so to speak. I'm a little nervous. <laughs> no, don't be nervous. Don't be nervous. I think I'm more nervous about my sweat than anything else. <laughs> oh um, all right. So I don't really know you as far as when you first started with cars. Mm -hmm. So this is going to be cool because I get to kind of find out what you started with and how you got into the car scene and what like influenced you um, to be into like cars, period. So did you like have a first car that you wanted to build or you just had one and then you started, you know, getting into the scene more with it? Like what was what was the process for you entering into the uh, car scene? Well, I was a Subi girl, so okay. I loved my Subarus. Okay, I can see that. That yeah. makes sense, right? <laughs> we, all, we, we, uh, we have a lot of girls who are, uh, you know, Subaru owners. Yeah. yeah. And in the East Coast, you need all-wheel drive. So that was like okay. the best car in the snow, right. all-wheel drive that you could build and make it cool. Okay. So STIs, WRXs, they came all-wheel drive. So that's right. like, 
easy mm-hmm. no um, brainer. so i had a subaru uh 2.5 rs so no turbo nothing <laughs> na naturally aspirated um but i loved it and i was dating a car guy so yeah. he had a what was it acura t tsx tsx probably yeah acura tsx and a tl i'm not sure which one he had. yeah probably a tsx yeah i think he had a tsx yeah. And it was cool at the time. That was like high school. That was my my senior year. Yeah. I was young. Um, so he was taking me to car shows. And I just had a stock 2.5 RS. You know, <laughs> I had mud flaps, pink mud flaps. Like it was like a little ghetto. Wow. But I loved it. I really loved the car shows. There wasn't too many females. Yeah. And at the time I was doing promo modeling for like Crown Royal, you know, like Right. At bars, you you like take a shot and you try things. So that's what I was doing, and like a Bud Light girl working for energy drinks, and those girls would they would be at car shows back in the day. Wow, you know, yeah. So that's when I, I was kind of like building my own cars at the time, but going as a promo model, and then I was going to the car shows, and then the car companies would be like, "Why aren't you a model for cars?" Yeah, I was yeah. like, "That makes the most sense." So I saved money. Um, I got a WRX and traded in the 2.5 RS, got the WRX, and then I built that. So I had three-piece wheels on air ride. At first, I was static, so I had co- coils, but then I went to air ride, got a full sponsorship, didn't have to pay, so that was yeah. great. Um, and then I wrapped it green. So that's <laughs> where I kind of got famous, Yeah. Um, wrapping it green. Uh, it was wild. I think I was the first... I like to say I was the first car girl that like became famous because of social media. Because of social media, yeah. I really believed in social media. I was right. going hard with social media. What I year understood was this, by the way? it. This was, I really popped off in I think 2012. Wow, that's that's like when IG first started, like 2011, yeah. right? That's I would say maybe 2013. 2013. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah. Like I was insta famous, and I think I had 60,000 followers, but that was unheard of. Right. Like, unheard of. Yeah. At that time, yes. That's like, yeah, I I didn't even know how to get followers at that time. Yeah. It's crazy. You know, it's a little weird hearing you talk about like cars because like you would think that like looking at her, if you don't know who she is, like this girl knows nothing about cars. (laughs) It's like so weird. Yeah. Because it's not really a thing um, so much besides like the bigger influencers um, now on YouTube. But like like you would never look at you and be like oh she's a car girl or she yeah. knows about cars yeah i get it's, hit it's a lot with now everybody sees me as like an only fans girl yeah. or, or influencer and then when they talk about cars i'm like oh you have this done to it and this this right, this and right, they're like right. wait 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 what the fuck i'm like yeah. that boosted chick that's boosted is cars like yeah. people nowadays don't understand where my name comes from <laughs> right that was that was actually my first question where your name came from um so that's that's pretty that's pretty cool that you were actually um influenced so is was it your boyfriend that kind of influenced it or you kind of just were like around other cars that kind of like made you get three-piece wheels and all these other things it was everybody else around but the boyfriend at the time broke up with me and i was heartbroken so i feel like that also was like i'm gonna go shit on him like i was like i'm gonna save up more money that's when i actually like did things to the car right and like started going to crazy car shows that he wasn't going to okay and so like he kind of like was just doing it for fun not going to like huge car shows yeah but then i kind of just like revamped it and i was just i just went hard yeah so it was like more like out of spite to him back then right but it just it blew up i didn't even know i wasn't expecting it whatsoever that's crazy (laughs) so what your your actual name was busa chick at the time 
it was boosted bitch boosted it was that bitch. boosted bitch but then okay. subaru wanted me on a billboard and they couldn't put bitch on a billboard so yeah you have to so i had to change it to chick right so it was boosted chick or that that boosted, boosted bitch and then that, that boosted, boosted chick yep wow. and i never changed it since that's crazy mm -hmm. so um back then you weren't even modeling yet right just the promo modeling just promo that modeling. type of stuff yeah so you were kind of uh forced into that well i don't want to say forced into that role but like you kind of like was that a way for you to make money or you just figured like oh i think it's cool to take pictures in front of my car post it on instagram and then people started reaching out to you to do it i did it for fun at first okay yeah i wasn't making money i was just doing the car shows building yeah. my car right and then the modeling came with it with it because it was making way more money then i was selling shirts i was selling air fresheners i was selling stickers that had my ass on it i was yeah. like wow this is wild like so i was like kind of put into, put into it, it. Yeah. i liked the cars but right. then modeling came with it that's so cool though because like i said like most models they look up to people like yourself or other car models and um they just want to model and they get into cars just to i guess look more attractive to me. it's more right <laughs> so it's so cool that you actually built the car before you even got into that whole modeling phase because the scene has changed tremendously now to where it's not even like that anymore and most no. models you see don't even have cars they don't even have i don't want to say they don't have a following but they're not influenced by cars they're just there to get a check or they're there to be part of the clout so to speak not even get a check like yeah. they don't even make money <laughs> they don't even get paid to go they're yeah. like oh like come to the show uh we'll give you free entry and right. we'll post you on a little fucking flyer to post on the show page that you're gonna come yeah. they fraud them they don't even get money or they're like i'll give you a hundred dollars like i don't even know what a hundred dollars <laughs> is like well, that's crazy that's crazy but these girls really do it for the clout yeah. it's crazy but guys do too no, guys do the same shit guys do too we'll get into that whole little thing a little bit later on <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh, a little bit after your, your your come up but yeah no you're right you're 100 right about that <laughs> um so now you had the the subaru right and at the time you were going to show so you started hustling basically through through your your car for mm -hmm. the most part um now is that some a mindset that you always had like before car scene like were you always like you had that business mentality where it's like oh let me sell this let me sell that because i feel like most people have the mentality where it's like, you know, if they have a business mindset before anything they get into, they always have it. I was always a hustler. I think it was because my family had to work so hard. I didn't come from money. Okay. I came up from a trailer park. I didn't have any money. My parents had wow. me at 17. You yeah. know, like my Same. mom had to drop out to have me. My yeah. dad didn't go to college. He had to quickly just get a job right from high school to right. pay for me. <laughs> um so i think that's why i was such a hustler a lot of people have this stigma like that i was given money and i grew up from a wealthy family and that's why i have all these cars and that's how i became who i am but there's yeah. nothing none of that my family didn't help whatsoever wow um they helped me like supporting me and saying follow your dreams and stuff like that but right. not money wise yeah. so i think that's why I was always constantly like looking for money because I, I moved out when I was 20. Like I was alone. I had to pay for my own bills right away. So I think yeah. that's what that came from. And was so hard doing the car scene. It's tough, you yeah. know, and I was that's bartending tough. at the same time, okay. you know, so I wasn't doing just car stuff. That right. was impossible at the time. Yeah. So what wheels did you have? You mentioned three piece wheels. And I know I just bought my first set of three piece wheels, guys. Uh oh. <laughs> um, yeah, I got some uh, Workmeisters. Um, so I, I had work wheels. My first. Really? Th yes. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, those are my favorite wheels. So I had to get them. 
But like, what, did you have Meisters on? Or you, do you know what you had? So that's a story. So okay. that was my first time going viral. So there was a car, there was a competition from Work Wheels Japan. Okay. They did a competition in 2013, I believe. And you just had to take a picture with work wheels. And I think I had Meisters in the picture. Okay. And you just, my friend had them. Yeah. So I just took a picture with like a sad face. I was like, pick me. I want work wheels because I couldn't afford them. Like I just had stock Subaru wheels. Right. And I was like, please pick me. And then the rules then were like the top. 10 liked photos with the hashtag work wheels japan okay was in the competition and out of the top 10 the top out of the top three work wheels pick two one oh wow okay so um i was in the top 10 because i believed in social media so yeah. my picture got a bunch of likes and then i won i on christmas they picked it and i got to pick whatever i wanted work wheels vss vsxx's which were hot, what, probably hot at the time right Yes, they were about five to six thousand dollars. Yeah, those are the wheels. I was able to pick whatever specs I wanted, anything I fucking wanted. It was fucking crazy. Yo, work. What's up? What are y'all doing? They still doing this nowadays? No way. They don't. Oh do that my god, anymore. that's crazy. I don't think so. But yeah, I what? fucking won on Christmas. It was so crazy, and I blew up. I had, I got so many followers from it, but also got so many hate because yeah. they're like, "Who does she know at Work Wheels?" Or she's hooking up that's with somebody happen. it's like if like, you want a car on a giveaway they're gonna get yeah. Yeah, they're gonna hate that's i got so crazy. much hate for it but that was my first like come up with yeah. these wheels yeah so do you pick the vsx wheels or are you you pick the uh, the meisters are you I, the vssx's wow. yeah for sure i love that's them crazy yeah, yeah no those are very very popular wheels they're kind of um they're kind of i don't want to say dead but the hype is not where where it was before with those no. now that's wild yeah so you picked your fitment so did you have like a reference to like pick your specs or you just like said i had a friend who helped me his okay. name was mike so he works on my car he's the only mechanic from here so okay. he has a viper he has all these crazy oh, wow. cars yeah um so he helped me p- pick the specs because it was harder for a wrx i didn't have the yeah the space right so my specs were a little off they weren't the best but because i picked 19 inches they could only be 19 or 20 inches that was the other problem oh okay That's so weird. i had i was forced to pick 19 so it was a little weird for a wrx people weren't used to it 18s right yep everyone yeah, always 18s. does 18s so right. i had 19s so i i forget what they were Honestly, forget the specs now. Oh no, yeah, specs. You from that long ago, <laughs> yeah. you're not gonna. I'm not expecting you to remember specs, that. Yeah. yeah. No, I don't even remember the specs on my old, like my old uh, Graham lights. Yeah, no, I I don't expect that. Yeah. That's crazy though. No, I'm actually really starting to like, like appreciate this conversation more because it's just it's dope to me that you actually know all this stuff. Yeah. Um. So hopefully, we can come back soon to the car scene. Who knows? But, um. So after after this, right? You had the car was green. It was, it was white and then it was, yeah, the Subaru was green. Then. And you wrapped it yes. at the time. Custom. Yeah. Nobody had that wrap. I had to pick two wraps and they put it into one. Yeah. And I was the only one who had that color. Wow. Mm-hmm. So with this car, um, this, this car had a lot of controversy or was it, a, it was a different car? It was that car. Okay. So, mm-hmm. um, I mean, I don't know if you want to, I, I know you on your podcast, um, she has a podcast. I'm, I'm not sure if you're still filming it, but you guys should definitely check it out. She did uh, bring this up on her podcast um, about the green car situation. And I think every podcast you've probably been on, I'm not sure if you've mentioned it, right? So, I mean, this is a car-related podcast. So we kind of <laughs> have to talk about it because most people want to know if they're watching this. Yeah. Um, so, from my understanding is um, 
you had a whole drama over this with somebody who was like harassing you or bullying you, um, which what it started somewhere, but it led into that. Mm -hmm. So can you explain how that started with this whole car, green car situation? Yeah. So the podcast, I'm not going to like try to like say my own podcast. I gave up my podcast. Okay. But it is a very long story. So I'll, I'll try to like condense it, condense yeah. it. But, um, I was getting harassed a lot in the car scene, just being a female. It's so hard being a female At in the car time. scene. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I wrapped the car green. I was getting all this exposure and then bad girls club reached out to me so that was like a show at the time i remember about yeah it was wild at the yeah, time oh my god I, th I don't know if they're still around but i think it's another show that um the, there's these chicks that are like in the house it might be the same show i'm not sure yeah. but yeah it's wild but i was picked for it for season 16 and was instagram famous and that was like i had seventy thousand followers like and that's instagram that's, famous i was yeah. picked for a tv show for right. that back then yeah yeah so they picked me because i had a story it was like car girl yeah you know so they picked me i had to do a day in the life video i did the day in the life video no editing and then I, we still don't really know how to till this day like if they hacked the laptop or like they hacked the youtube and got the video i have no idea but this individual posted the video himself and mm -hmm. then it went viral millions of views overnight i woke up with like being harassed left and right and i did sound stupid i was like this is a green car yeah. instead of saying like this is a 2008 Subaru WRX wrapped in the, like I wasn't right. professional. I was just going with the flow. Were like, you nervous? I was so nervous. Yeah. It was for a TV show. I'm right. from little Bethlehem, Pennsylvania, like yeah. filming something that I couldn't even edit. Like, right. you know, I was so nervous. I was so young. I was 21, you know, That's 22. That's crazy. Yeah. So, intimidating. Yeah. So I was young and I was stupid and I was just saying things. I didn't know what I was saying, right. but they remixed it. So like they didn't even like do it like that. They like remixed it. They edited it to make it more like, yeah. Yeah. Right. So funny. they made fun of me and then that was going viral. And then a kid at the time that I went to high school with that kept bullying me uh, felt that it was his opportunity to try to bring myself more down that was going on. So he was bullying me on Twitter and um, years prior and kept the conversation. It was yeah. so weird. I have nothing to lie about. I don't lie about anything. The conversation was from two years prior. So that's weird that he kept it. And it was a Twitter war back and forth. Um, and I wound up saying like, I hope you go die or something like that. And he has cystic fibrosis. So then he twisted it the other way around. It was like, look, like, cause I have cystic fibrosis. She told me to go die, but like yeah. left out the tweet that he attacked me first and right. was um, making fun of me, um, my mom's fiance passed away in a motorcycle accident three weeks before they're supposed to get married and he made statements on twitter like he should have taken motorcycle lessons from me and maybe he would still be alive today right and that's when i said i wish you like died or right. something you know right and that i was young and like you shouldn't say that but like who isn't going to say something back no nah, yeah you'd be pissed off yeah yeah like so that came into play so then he only showed his part my, my part there was no right. tweets that he said and people aren't that very smart to look into things. At and that time either. Yeah. yeah They're like, oh, look yeah. at her just bashing this kid. Like, right. where was his conversation? Like, they just didn't even care about his care side. About it, yeah. They didn't care. So it just went viral. And they're like, look at her. She's this car model. And she makes fun of people with whatever. It's like, It was so crazy. It was honestly crazy. You know, what's crazy about that is that, like, um, 
it's still kind of just as toxic because people, you know, everything is out of context on social media. Mm-hmm. And that's what really pushes the narrative on a lot of things, even like the news, you know, so like something like that could really ruin somebody's career over something that like people are just taking out of context. You know, yeah. it happens a lot, even with the biggest people now are doing podcasts and influencers. Um, and even I had experience with that, too, um, where I got blocked off of the super forms. And all I did was influence people to, you know, build a car. And then some guy copied my car and he like got mad because he said I was gatekeeping stuff. So he like reported all my posts and on the forums, like I got blind, I got banned. So <laughs> it's like, damn, dude, like now I can't even buy car parts on there. I have to make another account, but I didn't want to make another account because I was like early on the forums. So it just sucks that people like push that narrative. Like it's so, it's so annoying. And honestly, I can see how that could affect you mentally too, because I was pissed off for a while after that. Yeah. Like I, that really like, it's a feeling like you can't like, it's something you don't have control over mm-hmm. because you can't just tell the world like, yo, this is my side and they'll believe you. They don't care. They don't care. Yeah. You know, so I could definitely see how that can affect somebody mentally. Um, and hopefully you're doing better since that situation. It took me a long time to get out of it because it's just like such a crazy story and you would never believe it if you didn't know. But like, cause my house was broken into three times. People were saying that they were going to come me. They were going to come kill my cat. They were like crazy. I was on police watch for 30 days. Like it was wild. Like it was yeah. on another level. It, it was doxing, but they didn't have those laws back then. Right. Lawyers and, and police had no idea what to do. They're like, what do you mean these people are showing up to your house because you said your car was green? Like yeah. literally, like it was weird. Like people didn't know what to fucking do. Yeah. No, yeah. that's how it is. Even with streamers too, they get raided. Yeah. Same kind of vibe. They don't understand it. I think it's becoming more of a thing now because it happens more often with the bigger influencers. Um, but yeah, that's like early raids, basically, yeah. you know, um, yeah. if you guys watch stream and switch and stuff like that. You guys know that people, you know, when cops show up in the middle of a stream. That's basically raid, what raids are. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's that's that's wild. So um, now during this time, were you already modeling and you had like gigs? Both? Oh, I was sponsored by every car company in the country and okay. they all dropped me that week. Wow. OK, so let's let's <laughs> let's pedal backwards a little bit. Right. So you started the modeling stuff. Now, what I want to know is um, how like when you start modeling, is that something that you feel like you have to have a a talent for or a gift for or you can practice that? Because I feel like a lot of girls um, that pose in front of the car and they get like a ton of views and all this, all this, like all these followers and so on. So like you were early in this in the scene with this stuff. So I'm not sure how much influence you had from other models, but who are you looking up to to, you know, to better yourself as a car model? I didn't have anybody to really look up to at the time. I would say the only person like maybe was Bear Dellinger, you know, Bear. Yeah, yeah. But she was more about uh, drifting and stuff okay. like that. I was more about building show cars. Right. So I feel like I was the first show car model. Right. Type of influencer at right. the time. And a lot of people will love to say no because they don't like me. But the fact is, <laughs> I was, you know, um, I worked with every company. I was asked to work every show. I was I did work almost every show. Yeah. Um, I feel like the main thing you need to have to be successful is um, confidence. So a lot of the girls, they don't have the confidence. You can model all you want. You can pose all you want. But it's honestly in the face and how you are. Right. I was never the skinniest girl. I was always a little thicker. 
but I was always getting booked and I looked the best in photos because of my confidence and the right. way I pose and you can learn how to pose to make your body look different, right. you know? But a lot of these girls, they don't know. They just stand in front of the car and they're like, hopefully I get likes. Like, it's that's just not how it works yeah, at yeah, all. Yeah. You but know? I mean, you didn't, you didn't really know that at well, you 22, 21 at the time. Yeah. So you didn't really know that either, right? I'm sure like, what was your first like, I guess, paid gig as a model to where you knew like, okay, this could be a thing. Oh, my first paid gig, I think it was for Tuner Evolution. Tuner, Tuner Evo. Yeah, but I worked for a different company at Tuner Evolution. It was at Tuner Evolution, but I forget the company for a booth, who hired basically. Me. Yeah, for okay. a booth. Um, so they saw like, but you were posting stuff on social media already that they looked at and they were like, "Oh, do you want to work for us?" Like, yeah. Did you do it? So was it a high paying gig? Did yeah, you start at the high? time, 100%, really. Yeah. Because yeah. of all the other stuff that was happening with the wheels, the car. I was what? definitely I had the most followers out of anybody. You know what you charge at that time? Probably like $500. And I probably thought that was like a million. Yeah. Or even like a 300, probably like 300. $300. Yeah. For all day. All day. You have to go there. You have to get your car set up because not only was I model, I had to bring the car to the show. Right. And you know how it is. It's like 6, 7 a.m. You got to get your car in in the venue. Then you got to clean the wheels. Like, oh my God. And then you don't get out until like... 10 to 12 hours later. Yeah, you can't leave. Your car's stuck in there. <laughs> You're stuck. Yeah. Wow. That's crazy. Yeah. So at this time, right, you, you were getting paid for your gigs already. Mm-hmm. And you didn't really have much influence, like you said, right? Besides mm-hmm. Bear, but she was more into drifting. Yeah. So um, at that time, your mentality was just like, I'm going to keep getting bookings to pay my bills. Or like, when did it become a professional thing for you to where it was like a career? It was then when I realized that... And I was the first one to start selling like air fresheners and stuff like that. So the other girls would just like go to the booths and maybe yeah. they'd have posters. But I was like, there has to be more to this. And right. I think it was because I was a car girl. All the other girls were, were models, but they weren't car girls. Yeah. They were very pretty and, and stuff like that. Tuner Evo used to get like really actually famous girls. You know, like Tiana Gregory and stuff like that. They're not car girls, though. But they're not car girls. So they were just selling posters and just there. They Mm -hmm. had no idea about cars. Right. So me, I was like, I was smarter than that. I was like, there's other things. And what do people like for cars? Bumper stickers, stickers, air fresheners. So I just took it to another level. And I just, it was wild. Every car model after that started selling merch. I was the first one. I was the first one. No bitch can say otherwise. <laughs> I swear to God. Now this is were you traveling like um like across the nation or yeah, yeah, yeah. all the car shows? Most car shows, my best ones were North Carolina. I had a huge fan base in North Carolina. I really? don't know why. You have an I have an accent though. Like you kinda have People like a southern that. I don't know if it's a southern accent, but you definitely have an accent. You're not it's not New York. Yeah. Sure. I don't so, know. Yeah. It, it could be that. Maybe. I mean but I don't know how much talking you were doing back then, like on or video wise. I don't know if you had too much content. Oh, I was always talking my shit. So. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> I don't. Was that before stories? I don't even think. Actually, IG didn't even have stories yeah, at that time. Yeah, I don't time. think they did. But so I would just always post. post. Yeah, always. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. So now you had this. Um, you said you were selling stickers, right? Mm-hmm. And other merch. So when were you able to kind of leave your, um, like, leave your job and make it a career? Mm, I feel like I was such a hustler. I never actually like quit my bartending job. Oh, so you were doing both always. I was always doing both, but bartending, I would just only work like one or two days a week because then it was just like, oh, I could work at a car show and have fun and make double the amount of money than actually like slaving away making these drinks. So I stopped and I don't, 
I don't know what time. I think I stopped. Well, I stopped at the green car shit because I had to take off like a year and a half for mental. The first, the first, the yeah. first green car. Right? Yeah. So okay. I took off for a while. Um, but then I still sold merch because people were buying it. People were still buying it through that hate of me. Wow. Um, but then when I got back into it with the FRS, yeah. then um, it just didn't take off as much because people did hate me. Right. A lot of people hated me. Either yeah. loved me, hate, hated me, or loved to hate me. That's what I right. used to say. Um, but it was really hard to get back into it. I would go into shows and people would walk past me and be like, oh, green car, she's a pet, or like, go, like, wish death upon me, like, walking by me. It was crazy. It was crazy. Damn. Mm-hmm. So it was really hard to get back into. Um, and I mean... I don't know how to fast forward this, but then that's how, when I got started with OnlyFans, you know? So, um, is there any, yeah, we'll, we'll get there. I know. I <laughs> no, don't know. no, it's cool. I, I, I love this conversation that was going. Um, so what, what I want to know is how, like, so the car scene has changed, obviously, like I said before, especially with models, right? Yeah. A lot of girls don't really know where to start. Sometimes they think that they could just go to shows and get, you know, booked by these events and these hosts and so on. Um, what what are they looking at nowadays though like if you want to get into car modeling right now right you're not in the scene anymore but let's say back then were these were these um hosts were they like pretty picky or they were just looking for followers so (laughs) i worked with every car show basically and i do know all the secrets of all of them because i was very close with them i was the biggest one so I do know a lot of secrets of the car shows and who runs them and what goes on behind the scenes. Um, they are savages. They do not care about you. They don't care about anything about you. They care about your following mm-hmm. and what you do for them. Like a lot of them are perverts. So are you doing some weird shit on the side for them or sending them some pics? I'm telling you, there's a lot of shady shit that goes on behind Damn, the car scene. I didn't scene. know you was going to go there with that. Oh, yeah. There's wow. a lot of shady shit that goes behind the car scene, it, whether or not you're picked as a model. A lot of them, a lot of girls who want to come up, they they take advantage of these girls who like really want to be in the car scene and yeah. they don't pay them or they pay them like $100 for the day. You know what I mean? Like they really take advantage of these people and they have money. The, these car shows make a lot of fucking money and they try to pretend that they don't right they make a lot of fucking money yeah um and nowadays they just care about your following they really don't they don't care about you and they care about drama they love drama oh there's drama between these two models let's hire them both and let's create some drama about the car car scene they would do it to me all the time all just to time. get more people to be like, oh, they're both going to be there. Yeah. Yeah. They cared wow. about drama. That's yeah. a smart tactic, though, but it's kind of it's kind of shysty. Oh, it yeah. Because then they would play both sides. They would come to me and be like, oh, my God, we like you. That other girl, she's such a bitch. We hate her. But like people do like her. We don't know why. Like and they would say this and I could only imagine what the fuck they're saying they're about saying me. It, yeah. You know, Yo, and then I crazy. like years later, I would find out like, oh, like. I found out what was really going on. Right. You know, and it was just a such a savage scene. And you could only get picked like maybe three to five models a show, let's say. Yeah. So there was it was slim pickings already. Um, 
I had models that would write fake emails to the shows and be like, oh, look at her. She bullies people online. Don't pick her. People don't like her. And then I would run the IP address because I had a criminal. I was taking criminal justice at the time, too. (laughs) And I would have my professor like help me. Yeah. And I would find the IP address and I would find out it was a certain model that was literally making fake emails to them. Fake things. It was just it was nuts. It, It was a rough industry back then. Yeah. Nowadays, I honestly don't even see car models. I make, I make fun of these shows nowadays. There's no models. I would say they're wearing yoga pants and spo- and like sweatpants like to shows. I don't get it. There's no pretty girls, like models at these shows. There's zero, zero. I um, <laughs> I <laughs> okay. I can go in all no, day. No, no it's, I, I think that um, I, I can't say I agree because I, you know, I don't really look for the models. So I'm not really into that. I was never big into like having a girl pose in front of my car and model or anything like that. Um, it just, it, to me, it was always kind of tacky, but it, it can work sometimes. It, you know, it depends on how you take the photo and who it is. Um, but I just don't really pay attention um, to, to what's going on. But I do see... Obviously, you run into them, you see them at the shows, and you see what's going on and what they're doing. And um, yeah, I, I don't know if they're dressed as a car model should dress. I'm not sure if you're bigger. Like, do you wear heels? Did you wear heels when you modeled? Yeah, you have to. Like, what are you doing? Yeah. Sometimes, like, if it's a a different look, a sporty look, then you wear some sneaks. But, like, these girls be wearing some weird, dirty sneakers, too. And, like... Dirty, like, look like at me the dirty with the Louis Vuittons. <laughs> These bitches ain't walking around with no Louis Vuitton shoes. They're yeah. walking around with fucking Skechers. <laughs> it's like, what's going on? I will say this, though, about that. Because um, I, I try to be respectful towards a lot of people or everybody, right? Uh, the one thing, the one pet peeve that I have when it comes to girls, whether you're a model or not, is dirty white Air Forces. That <laughs> bugs the yeah. fuck out of me. I don't understand Whoever's watching this, if your girl's wearing dirty white Air Forces, or I'm not, I'm not throwing no shade or anything <laughs> towards them, but I just don't understand. Like they're white for a reason. Yep. They should not be dirty to where you're wearing them out. Yep. Like if you're going to the store, cool. But like if you're going out where you're going to be around a bunch of people in public, there's no reason why we're wearing dirty white Air Forces. I just don't get it. If you're a car guy, though. And you're wearing dirty sneakers and you you know obviously you work on cars it's it's okay you're not there for the look yeah right but for girls i feel like especially models like yo y'all can't dirty vans like that might be a thing though some guys might be into that i don't know i just feel like dirty white air forces dirty just dirty sneakers in general i'm just never that's the first thing i look at me too it's like, yeah oh nah yeah nah this this ain't cutting it so i i think i think now um i don't see heels anymore i no. really don't um, Katrina actually spoke about that as well. Hmm. Um, she's still, when she goes to show, she's still professional. She wears heels and she said, you know, all the girls don't do that. Like, it's not a thing. Yeah. You know, it's it, modeling is a job. Yeah. It's not like, oh, I'm at a car show to look pretty in front of cars. Like, no, you're there to, to work. I also think they lost the concept of you're getting paid to be a model and to look good. Yeah. These girls are like, I'm so good. I have so many followers. I could just show up because like, I'm that bitch. 
that's what these girls are thinking nowadays i'm yeah. telling you it's disgusting it's so weird i don't even know why they even hire these girls still right. unless they're still caught in this weird loop and they don't know their value and getting underpaid i think that's what it is because i mean i've been offered last year to work a few shows i yeah. tell them my rate and they're like what you're so out of the ballpark i'm like because i know my worth and yeah. i will show up looking hot as fuck I will not be in yoga pants right. and dirty white <laughs> Air Forces, you know? But these people, they don't know their worth. They don't understand. We're living in a man's world. We really are. Mm -hmm. And you have to play the game. They're making so much money. Right. Everyone needs to up their rates. And that's why the car shows are what they are today. And yeah, like what you said, a lot of people don't even go to car shows for models. So yeah. also the car shows are just diminished. It's not the same after there isn't even as many car shows yeah so i just don't know i'm the car show industry is just so weird i don't it's even weird. know it's sad because everybody says the same thing from the from pre-covid um if you were og yeah um they all say the same thing it's it's not it's nothing like a what it was i think a lot of businesses went under and the bigger car shows at the time are the ones who are still up there right now but even for them it's like you don't see the same kind of car builds there's no originality no creativity um that's the biggest complaint when it comes to car shows um but the models too the same thing with the models so to kind of push it into a positive light because i try to be negative i mean i try to be negative <laughs> <laughs> you see what i did there i try to be positive um what do you what do you what would you say to a model who's like you know or somebody who's coming up and wants to be a model in the car scene like what advice could you give to them with all the, with all that you said How, like know your worth like head in there and asking for good money not like good money but know the worth that you should i mean they make a lot of money off these shows yeah and if you have a following and you have a face and if you're local to that show right. you're going to be bringing in people they need to know their worth they need to have confidence because you're going to get a lot of hate a lot and guys are the worst honestly yeah. they are the worst they will make fun of you they'll make fun of your looks even though you're the prettiest girl in the world they'll still make fun of you and it's mostly because you might drive something nicer to them mm -hmm. you might be doing better than them but they they just don't see it and i don't know it's really hard you have to have confidence a lot yeah. to be a girl in a man's world no you do confidence is 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 key even with even with the podcast like i mean <laughs> I mean, I'm not nervous, but like if I am nervous, I have to act like I'm confident because yeah. that's what works. Even if you're teaching something or if you're educating anybody or if you're just like public speaking, anything, you have to have confidence because if not, then, you know, people will take advantage of you yeah. easily. Um, so, yeah, that that's that's good advice for sure. So H2O, I have to talk about H2O because that's one of the biggest things that um, that was like one of the big car shows. I miss it's it. Changed. Yeah. Um, I went in 20, I think it was 2018 or 2017. Um, I stopped going after that because um, I just, I don't know, I got caught up in filming. But yeah. even then it was not, like my last year, my first and last year going there, um, it was it was dope. But with all the takeover stuff happening now, all the car scene drama happening now, it's just not the same. Mm -hmm. So what were some of the moments that like really, um, I don't want to say inspired you to go to H2O, but like what were like some of the memories that like were the biggest memories that you had at H2O? Well, H2O, I'm an OG OG. I've been yeah. going since 2010. 2010? to every What H2O. was the first year they had it? Way before that. Way before that. Before I even knew the cars. Right. Yeah. 
So 2010 and my last year was 2019. I never missed a year. I even went 2019. Really? Yep. That was a year of after. COVID. Yeah. The yeah. year of COVID. Yeah. Yeah. And it was like, it wasn't even a thing, but people were still going because right. we were family and we all still went to have fun. It wasn't really like a car show. Right. There was no car show, but we still went to have fun. And that was the year that it was like, people were just fucking nuts. <laughs> and I think there was like a shooting and stuff. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. But like, I was a part of that. It was right. just, I wanted to see my friends that I never got to see. And that was my first year single. I was living life. So yeah. I just like wanted to go there. But H2O like oh, has a special place in my heart because you see your friends from all over, all over for one week and you get to ha hang out with them. Yeah. Um, you get to, I know it sounds so weird for people who aren't in the car scenes. Like you get to park your cars next to each other and take pictures together. No, but it's like, a vibe. That's it's a vibe. vibe. Yeah. yeah. Um, but like my favorite moments, like for me, I was so famous, like really in the car world. I would walk into Secrets and it would be like, Sammy Boosted, Sammy Boosted, Sammy Boosted. Oh, da, 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 da. shots, 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 shots. People would buy shots for all of me and my friends, yeah. even pictures with me. It was just so fun to like have that experience. I'll never forget it because now like, yeah, I'm like famous and like sometimes I do get spotted and it's cool right. when people take photos. But like that, that was like a movie all the time that whole week was like so fucking nuts all yeah. the time and it was like all of my biggest fans would be there and it right. would be fun to like share experiences with fans that they think that they would never be in the same room as me and i'm right. just like a normal person like taking shots with you but they never thought it would happen and just to see them light up it was like so cool honestly you yeah. know and like my friends at the time and even my boyfriend at that time like they would take the pictures for me and like they, they thought it was cool right you know like that it was just such a cool time and everybody was invited to like every party there'd be like the camera gang parties and like stuff like that and it would get lit like it was wild like i don't know yeah. i just i just miss it so much it yeah. will never be the same no it's i think a lot of things it's happen, dead yeah. yeah i um my my experience there was was it was okay. I, I just felt like I was working a lot for no reason. Um, but the one thing that I, I just kept hearing stories about it, and I was like, you know what? Like, all right, cool. Like, I'll I'll go, I'll film, and see what's up. Um, but like I said, my experience wasn't the greatest. But when I was there, um, judging off the bit videos be from before, like that that Schwa did, Crispy, um, like I was like, damn, this is a vibe. And you're like on a strip. It was like it was kind of like Vegas but for cars yeah like you know how the strip is yeah so it's just like you're just outside all day if you want to go cruise in the strip you could do that i didn't have a car unfortunately at the time i had i had a car but like i didn't have a car build um but i just wish that at that time or even before that i wish i could experience it the way that everybody else did because um there's nothing like that anymore no no nothing at all like i don't even know any shows that are are doing that kind of stuff gatlinburg's probably the closest thing yeah Probably. Actually, yeah. Tenet. But they still don't do like the cruises and, and the cruises, stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. No, 100%. Um, and even the house vibe too. Like, you know, you rent the house, you chill there, which I'm, I really didn't spend any time in the house. I think we stayed in the same house, no? Yeah, yeah. We did, yeah. Mm -hmm. And then your your ex at the time had the uh, the Skyline. Yep. Did a video with him too. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, hopefully, you know, it's wild now. Takeovers are insane. Yeah. People These takeovers are ridiculous. Yeah, I, I don't, I'm not a crazy. fan of that. That wasn't a thing back then in 2010? No. Right? No. There was else. no such thing. When do you think this started? From what, from when you at least witnessed it? Probably like 2019. Like yeah, 19. It was like when the OGs were, we were all getting older, growing up a little bit, mm -hmm. and then COVID hit, and then it like brought in these like 
ratchet people like that they don't even have builds they would come <laughs> with their stock ass fucking cars and like do burnouts with their stock ass cars or like i saw one like a uh, lifted truck came and the, the, did you see that one and it ran over people yeah yeah like i did I, see that yeah what are you doing with a truck at a, <laughs> a takeover like car th show like that's what i mean people always got to ruin everything for us you know so and i don't see builds anymore i literally don't even see builds i don't i can't tell you once i've seen a car drive by and i'm like oh my god love the work wheels and the air ride like i've never seen it at least in the past two years in bethlehem like we have one of the biggest uh cars and coffee shows here really yeah biggest because we're in the east coast we're, we're 45 minutes from new jersey yeah hour and a half from new york an hour from philly we get a bunch of cars here i don't see i don't see builds anymore they're all stock even me i laugh at myself i come up with my porsche 911 that's stock i'm yeah. like this is what it is now like you know what i mean like yeah, yeah. That's i'm not even a build like it's so weird wow yeah no i i hear that all the time but it's funny that you just randomly said that i was like oh shit okay okay <laughs> talk your shit talk your shit sammy okay I will. <laughs> <laughs> so um we didn't even talk about the uh the frs you had yeah right so you you kind of i i don't feel like i kind of feel like you got that car just just because you were in this car scene i don't feel like you really had that car because you were passionate about cars still no i just had that feeling I don't know if I'm right, but like, it just seemed like you kind of had to have a car if you were in the scene. Yeah. Um, I just don't feel like you cared enough about it the same way you kind of. I didn't. I didn't give a shit about that car. I still <laughs> had fun with it. Yeah. But it was just in that weird limbo of after the green car incident. And I didn't know where my life was taking me. Right. I had no, I didn't know what I was going to do. Um, I got, I sold the original green car. Mm -hmm. Um, I just didn't want anything to do with it. Right. I wish I never did that, but I just didn't want anything to do with it. So I was very poor at the time because the internet got me fired from my job. I was a bar manager, um, got fired. I got tried to work three other jobs. I got fired. They could just kept calling and, and saying like I was a bad person. And literally I had wow. to sue one of them. I won the state, um, sued them. I was, in therapy and i try to kill myself it was honestly the craziest shit yeah my podcast i say all of it We're not right right yeah no, I, today. I watched it i watched it <laughs> <laughs> but um so it took me a while to get out of it and then when i wanted to get back into it i feel like i almost like got back into it out of spite almost like i need to yeah. but i didn't have to you right. know like i could have just done whatever but also, I couldn't afford like a really nice car or anything like FRSs were super affordable. Yeah, they're like what, 30, 30 or 40. I got mine for 19,000 at the time. Brand new. It was maybe a year. Yeah, it was like oh, pretty wow. basically brand new. Yeah, 19,000. Um, and that was the easiest car to build. Right. And because I had uh, Brada wheels at the time. So mm. I've sold the VSX, VSX X's. So right. such a hard wheel to I know. That's why say. I say VSX. I just say I know. VSX. <laughs> sold them for Brada wheels. And Brada sponsored me. I didn't even have to pay for them. Wow. Yeah. Custom. They had my back with the green car thing. I loved them so much. Um, but those were the same specs as an FRS. So oh, it made okay. me easy that I could still use my wheels for that car. So that's right. also why I picked that car got you very easy right right it's the same pla it's basically the same similar platform yeah same thing so yeah. that's why i picked the frs i wasn't in love with it it was right here it was real wheel drive right it, it was a mess i don't know why the fuck i even decided it but 
it was fun. I wrapped that purple. Everyone thought I was going to wrap it green. So I wrapped it purple instead. Yeah. And it it looked fucking sick, but everyone was expecting it to be green. Green. And right. then I rewrapped it green a year later. Right. That's when we had the video at the wrap specialties, right? Yep. Um, and you were on bags? I was on bags at the time. Was that yep. your first bag car? Yep. So how was that experience with the, with having a bag car as, as opposed to a static? I loved it. Really? Static, I was rubbing everywhere. I was fucking... Yeah. It was wild. And the FRS on... on um, coils yeah and that was the other thing the coils were able to be switched right from the wx to the frs so i was oh, able to keep yeah oh shit yeah i was able to keep a lot of the stuff from the wx so that's Damn. why i got it was easy that's crazy so what do you do you don't like the fact that you can like you know drive low on oh static? i was still driving low all the even time. on bags oh yeah i popped two bags that's what i'm saying that's the, that's the only downside yeah but i was sponsored so it was all free <laughs> so. what would you have airlift yeah you were sponsored by airlift yeah Wow. And mm-hmm. it was free. Yeah. I, I don't even hear that anymore. It's like unheard of now. I know. I mean, I, I can't say that. I'm sure there's somebody out there getting sponsored or free stuff from Airlift, but like even their prices went up with everything. And I'm sure that like kind of, you know, car companies are kind of cutting back on oh, giving 100%. out free stuff. Wow. That's yeah. dope. I didn't even know that. Oh, yeah. Anything else you were getting free at that time? Everything. Everything. <laughs> anything I wanted. Yeah. We are likewise, you know, them. No, not familiar. They're like sure the diamond else. shift knobs and they have really cool. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, right, right. Free stuff from them. I loved them. They were really cool. Uh, Takata, my Takata, harnesses, the harnesses. Free. You had it in the, you had it in the car. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Damn. I was a hustler. I was like, I, I told you, I don't like to pay for things. <laughs> That's what's up, yo. Yeah. Nah, this is what I'm saying. Like, there's a lot of dope shit that, um, that you were doing back then that I don't think is really appreciated anymore. I don't think, I don't, I know people care for it, but this new, you know car scene thing going on it's just like people don't know what it's like to um actually work hard and and um get you know sponsorships the way you should for your work so now everybody just wants it for free because you have like ten thousand followers yeah go sponsor me send me stuff it's like times have changed there's a lot of people with ten thousand followers i have two million and it's hard to get free shit nowadays two million it's because of the times we're in yeah so maybe pre-covid it would have been different Mm -hmm. um Dope, dope. So now you have, okay, <laughs> you have OnlyFans, right? Now, <laughs> Switch it up. <laughs> yeah, because, you know, we kind of wanted to transition into that. So this is why, you, this is why you're not in the scene anymore, right? Uh-huh. Um, you got a little taste of money, mm. I'm assuming, right? So how did you transition into um, the OnlyFans thing? Because that's pretty much, it's so political now. It's turned into a big deal with OnlyFans. There's people who are making podcasts based off of OnlyFans women. And um, I always said to myself, like, I'm not even going to ever be that guy. I don't even want to like, not that I have a thing with OnlyFans girls, but it's just like, I don't even want to step into that realm of like misogynistic kind of stuff. Yeah. So I'd rather just, you know, if you're a car model and you have OnlyFans, cool. But I'm more interested in, you know, the money side of it, the business side of it. So like, how did you transition from going into the car scene into OnlyFans? So the car scene, that's when I still had the FRS. Yeah. So I was still doing shows here and there. But me, right. I knew my worth. I was not working a lot of shows because they weren't paying very well. Right. Um, so I was selling a lot of merch at the time. But then this is how I got into OnlyFans. My Instagram was deleted. Mm, so, I think I remember that. Yeah. My Instagram was deleted for three months. So I thought it was like gone forever. Yeah. Um. At the time, I didn't know what to do for money because that was my revenue. I was selling right. merch. How do I sell merch? Is telling my fans I've merch. Yeah, so yeah. 
without a fan base there was no money coming in i was really getting paid for a lot of sponsored ads with other companies just like random shit like i could sell a fucking glass you know <laughs> um so that was gone for me instantly for no reason so once that disappeared i didn't know what to do um so my friend flower bomb she is I just remember her. Yeah, yeah she's a regular model mm -hmm. so she modeled and then she got into OnlyFans and she wasn't really doing anything like crazy. She was doing nudes on there. But like I was not comfortable with that. I was like, girl, I'm a car model. And she was like, girl, you don't need to do anything on there. I'm like, no, there has this stigma. I'm not yeah, a, I'm not yeah. doing that. I don't want to do that. I'm not comfortable with it. You need money. You need money. You need money. And so I gave it time. I, I thought about it very hard for a while. It was a fight with my ex. Obviously, he didn't want me to do it. Right. I needed money. So I was like, let's just start it. And I started with just feet pictures because people at the time with the cars kept <laughs> talking about my feet. So I was like, why are people talking about my feet? Like what? Like yeah, people got some weird uh, fetishes out there. Yeah. So I started with feet content on OnlyFans. So um, my first month doing OnlyFans with just feet content. I'm not lying. Forty five hundred dollars. First month. First month. Fellas, if you got nice feet, that's crazy. Yeah. What? Damn, yeah. I might have to. Damn. I always heard about that. People always say, oh, do you, people buy feet pictures and videos. And I'm like, you know, it's it's more of a meme now or a joke, yeah. so to speak. But no, nah, it's actually like a real thing, I guess. Now. Yeah. <laughs> people pay a lot of money for that, huh? Oh, yeah. Wow. And that yeah, was when no. I didn't have an Instagram. So really, it was just like flower bomb and i had friends that were in only fans like shouting me out yeah. so yo she got nice toes <laughs> <laughs> yeah so weird so i was shouting you out for feet fix that's yeah, hilarious yeah so wow. this was 2018 so okay. i started only fans in 2018 yeah um <laughs> it started doing good and then my instagram was reactivated so oh, i was okay. like hey i'm back yeah and then when that came back i started doing like swimsuit stuff on OnlyFans and like twerking and stuff right. like that. Nothing nude, nothing crazy at all. I promise nothing. So I just started making really good money. And then what's really good money. We got to be transparent. Okay. On this true. Podcast, you know, what I'm at that time, at that time, really good money, 2018 going into 2019, I was making like 10 to 15,000 a month. And back then that was like really good. Yeah. Money. And how, how old are you at the time? I was 26, maybe. I think like yeah, 26, 26 back then. Like, yeah. yeah. That's, yeah. Nobody's even 10K now. I mean, it's not a lot of money, but if you make 10K a month, like that's you go some other. I mean, maybe over here it actually might be. New York is it's tough. Yeah. But um, <laughs> but yeah, 10K is good. Yeah. 10K is good. And not doing anything like twerking yeah. shit. Like people were posting this stuff on Instagram. Right. And I was getting paid to post it on OnlyFans. I was like, right. okay, this is cool. You know? So then that started taking off. So then I actually was still selling merchandise and mm -hmm. doing all that. So I was making pretty good money. Yeah. But then the OnlyFans, I started making different friends, like models from all over the country. Because then everybody, I started meeting a bunch of different OnlyFans girls. Networking, right? Yeah. So then I started traveling all around just to collab with these other OnlyFans girls and meeting new girls. And like yeah. I created this whole new friendship with all these other girls. And I loved it. Yeah. Um. And I was like, what am I doing selling t-shirts in Bethlehem? I was like, this is so stupid. I was like, I could go be living my best life on a yacht, yeah. like with these pretty girls and going to free dinners. Yeah, Cause then too. my following just started going up and up. Right. 
um at that time i think i had four hundred thousand, and that was wild back then yeah that's and a lot of followers. yeah so it just started taking off and when it it really started though was 2019 so me and my ex of six years broke up and i one of the main things why was because i really wanted to like show my boobs on OnlyFans. Mm-hmm. i was like dude this money is so good and i'm not a type of person I was never like a sexual person. I really wasn't. I was a tomboy. I I wasn't about it, but the money talks. Like you see what's going on. And I'm like, I really want to do that. He wasn't comfortable with it. And it was just like in a weird, I wasn't happy. I was very depressed with the cars. Like I was still playing this persona of this car. Like, I don't know. It was, you were, you were done with the car stuff because of the money. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like forced to kind of like live this fake life so we broke up and then i finally went to like nudity on OnlyFans, and that wasn't until uh 2019 2020 is when i first started doing nudity on OnlyFans. right and that went up to six figures a month a month a month what my whole life changed OnlyFans is the go i love them i love them yo okay that's crazy damn <laughs> well good for you I really, good for you yeah good for you so um now did you respect the fact that your ex like felt the way he felt about it yeah okay okay I, and i didn't i i asked him so many times and we kept talking about it and i understood yeah. it i knew you know what i mean right and i know a lot of people can't take that yeah you know and I totally get it. It takes a strong man to be with someone like me who does OnlyFans. You need a lot of confidence. He had zero confidence. That's the main thing. Confidence, Mm. I keep saying. So insecurities can lead to drama in your relationship and tension and so on. Yeah. Like you're not actually... These subscribers that are subscribed to you, you're never going to meet them in real life. Right. They're fake people, I like to say. Right. Like, you know what I mean? Like, so that's what the boyfriends or significant others or whatever need to realize. It's it's fun for them. Yeah. It's this fantasize. Like, you know what I mean? It's yeah. not real life. So that's why a lot of people have to, like, realize. We're not meeting these people in real life. We're not. I don't even know them. <laughs> right, right. You know? I think a lot of the controversy comes from, like, a lot of um, religious beliefs more so. And even people who aren't really so religious or... I guess so. Um, I want to say I want to say religious because it's like people uh, don't feel like a woman should sell her body or whatever it is. Um, but I mean, I'm not going to get into that whole situation with the religious stuff and beliefs and so on. But I just feel like um, there's people doing a lot worse, and a lot of people get praised for certain things that they really shouldn't. Whether That's what I always say. Yeah, and and even if you're you know a lot of the music that you guys listen to or anybody this is just how i feel um isn't really influential a lot of it has to do with yeah bad stuff look and at we listen to it every single day so you know you kind of have to look at things the same i mean it's different because it's a business and if you can look at it that way most men think with logic and they say most women think with emotions which i i do believe is true but when you have a woman that can take something like that and say hmm i made ten thousand let me see what I could do now if I if I try something different and make a hundred thousand dollars a month. That's pretty powerful because yeah. most women don't want to. They don't want to work. They want they make ten thousand. It's like all right if they make that in a day, they're done for the week. Yeah, they're yeah. not trying to be like yo. I can if I can make this in a day, I can make another 
you know, 10,000 tomorrow and every, like I can make 50 a week, Yeah. you know, but it's, it's definitely a hustle and I have to, you know, me personally, I respect it. So, um, I have to look at things on that same level. I'm not just like a, you know, black or white, like you shouldn't do this or you're a hoe. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, um, I respect, I respect like anybody who has that kind of mentality because this house is crazy. <laughs> I don't know. Like I, I came to this house and I was like, interesting. It looks huge on like camera. And then when you get inside, it's like, whoa, what is going on here? This is insane. Yeah. It's crazy. <laughs> how much did you pay for this? I don't know if you want to talk about that, but like how much is this house? Like how much did you? So I got lucky because I got it in 2019, December 2019. Oh, yeah, the market was pretty. Yeah. Bitch, my interest rate is 2.5%. Yeah, I was going to say you're, you're yeah. 2.5%. That's crazy. Like what? And everybody would thought I was crazy getting a house then. Yeah. So that's what's also hard with OnlyFans money. Mm-hmm. It's hard to prove to the government. They don't want to accept OnlyFans money, especially 2019. Banks too, right? But yeah. Banks don't want that yeah. kind of money coming into I them. have tons of friends that were kicked out of their bank because wow. they religious stuff. Yeah. They banks don't want to accept that. We are in the same category with the federal government as drug dealers. Wow. Yep. It's not real money. It's not weed businesses too. Same thing. Cause yeah. they ask you when you, when you open an account, what if you own any, any weed businesses or anything like that? Yeah. So that's crazy. So it was a little tough for me, but we could talk about only fans all the time, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, like what you were saying, like saving your money and making this good money. A lot of these girls, they'll go buy Gucci bags. Right. And they'll go buy stupid shit instead of saving it or putting it into stocks. Mm-hmm. I was very smart and I had nobody to go off of. Right. I had my friend Flower Bomb that like guided me into the way. Yeah. But I was just, I think when I left my ex and I was alone for that COVID year, I feel like I really found myself and I like looked into a lot of things. So I looked into stocks. I looked into like Airbnbs and stuff like that. Uh, Roth IRAs. Yeah. I looked into everything and I put my money into a bunch of different places and I did the right thing. That's smart. And, yeah. Yeah. All that money coming in. It's like, you got to do something with it. Yeah. You know, but if I was, if it was somebody else, they would have bought some stupid shit. I'm telling you. Oh, hundred percent. They would have bought a Lambo, Urus truck. Yeah. hundred percent. I was still rocking the FRS. Like yeah. I didn't care. I was yeah. like, I have the FRS. I'm rocking it. <laughs> That's smart though. Yeah. But the house, so I got December of 2019. I two point five percent interest rate. I bought it for four hundred fifteen thousand. I put one hundred fifty thousand dollars cash down. Wow. <laughs> That's up there. Yeah, and then um, I did a hundred and forty thousand in res- renovations here, and now my house on Zillow is like six hundred forty-five thousand. This? Yeah. For this house, you have a massive backyard. Well, if I was in Miami, that this would be like a ten million dollar house. Hold on, I'm gonna have to move out to PA. What, are you serious? Mm-hmm. This house in New York, over a million easy. Yep. Oh yeah. What? Yeah. Yo, it's crazy. Yeah. I haven't even seen the backyard yet, but I just walked in and I was like, "Whoa, yeah. what is going on?" I have a whole other basement too. Yeah, that, and then it's like I'm not even gonna talk yeah, about the room that you. Yeah, that's crazy. But that's, it's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> that's dope. So yeah, I think I think that's good though. I think that you know. Um, that's the that's the beauty of your story is that like you came from the car scene, you hustled in there, and then you found your way to I mean, people may not may may not like OnlyFans or they might frown upon it, but you actually you're you're living somebody else's dreams right now. Yeah. That is pointing their fingers at somebody else for doing, you know, OnlyFans or something like that. The thing is too, the people who are pointing fingers 
one are a lot of guys who are selling drugs smoking lots of weed i smoke lots of weed but selling drugs they don't have good jobs girls who are like nurses or or whatnot these girls all have sugar daddies they all have sugar daddies i've never had a sugar daddy in my life believe it or not never ever did that these girls who make fun of these OnlyFans girls are the ones who are cheaters, the ones that are actually sluts. I rather talk to somebody who fantasizes about me online than go to a club and give them my number and go out with them that night, fuck them that night. Right. And then they don't even know who you are tomorrow. No. I'd rather be an OnlyFans girl than be a little closet slut. Yeah. And half of them are. Half of them are more than half. I, I would say I would. I, I'm not going to speak on that, but like, yeah, I'd say majority of them. Yes, are. Um, yeah, I mean, that's. I can't. I can't really speak on that in terms of like what their mindset is with that, but it, it's true. What you're saying is true, and yeah. you would know because you're in the industry. Yeah, so, I see it all the time. Yeah, and, I'm sure you see it all the time, and it's just so annoying. Like just when you see girls like hating on other girls, and then when I call them out just because I'm successful, they're like. Well, I'm not talking about you because you're, you're successful. It doesn't matter. It yeah. doesn't matter. It's the same shit. Yeah. You're doing the same shit. Right. <laughs> so do car, like if you're getting hired for an event to be a car model, do they frown upon having OnlyFans? Like, do they look for OnlyFans chicks? Which is kind of weird because they, you would think that hiring some girl with a lot of followers because she shows her body is going to bring you views. But um, from my experience, I feel like... Um, I would only hire like models like when we were, when we worked together it was like for music videos yeah so that was the only time I was looking for like models um I didn't matter if they had only fans or not I just it was like if you fit the look I'm going for for my music video then that's it but for car shows like I don't know what their mentality is but is that something that they say like oh I don't want to I don't want to have an only fans chick on at the car show I think that they do try to stay away from it, but I don't really think it's because they try to stay away from it. I think they know that we make a lot of money and we're not going to fall for that bullshit. Uh, We don't have time to stand there for 12 hours when we can make triple the amount of money on our phone. 100%. And because I am an OG, these car shows, they go after my following and they see who I'm friends with. And then they contact my model friends who I help mentor. And they're like, oh my God. This car show just reached out to me and asked me to work this car show. How much should I charge them? They they want me to do the X amount. I'm like, oh, hell no, honey. Triple amount of that. And honestly, you just shouldn't even do it because it's it will do nothing for you. You're not gaining shit from it unless you're getting paid real good money. Yeah, I'm telling you, at least like once or twice a month till this day that I have girls ask me what car shows they should work, how much money they should get paid. And all of them wind up not doing it. So and they're they looking for weakness. Mm-hmm. For people who are like trying to get their feet wet a little bit. And they're like, Oh, she might not know too much. Let me see if I can hit her up and get her for, um, yeah. All my friends, I swear the car fucking companies, they go to my followers and see who my friends are because they know I'm not getting scammed or they don't like me or they love to hate me, whatever. Yeah. And they go after my friends, not thinking my friends are going to ask me, like, you know what I mean? Like, what do you mean? They're going to wow. always ask me. That's yep. crazy. Yeah. That is wild. Yep. Okay. We found out, you found out the scoop today for, uh, <laughs> for all the car shows. So, um, now you're, you're, you're living here. Obviously you have, I mean, you posted that you were married or you're, you're engaged. engaged. I'm sorry. Um, you're engaged. Yeah. So congratulations on Thank that. You. Um, and now you're living a life that is. You know, you seem pretty happy. I'm hoping yeah. you're happy. Yeah, right? I just opened a restaurant two yeah, months ago. Yeah, you opened ago. a restaurant, right? Mm-hmm. So how was that going for you? 
it's very stressful, stressful because I run my own, my OnlyFans. I run Instagram. I run Twitter. I run the restaurants. Yeah. I'm running all of these businesses all at once. I had to give up the podcast. It's just so much. And I was used to being a businesswoman. Right. But like this is a brick and mortar. So I'm there six days a week, even like just scheduling this. I'm like, yeah, I yeah. got to be out this time because I got to go out yeah, to we were work. Scheduled too, but it was perfect that you were scheduled last week or two weeks ago because I had so much going on. And I was like, it was like, I, like, I was like, yes. All right, cool. I hate to do that, but like, yeah. you know, you did it anyway. So I was Good. like, perfect. Um, so, yeah, I'm sure you're running around like a madman because you're you're a hustler. You have the mentality. You're always going to be on your feet. Yeah. Stuff. And people really respect me. I thought I was very nervous getting into the restaurant because I thought people were going to really judge me um, about like OnlyFans oh, okay. and social media right. and stuff like that. But really, I get a lot of people why I really do need to be at the restaurants because a lot of people ask for me and like a lot of women, like older women, really like who don't do OnlyFans or do anything. But they're like, I love I love your positive like just you always help mentor girls you always bring them up and you're always just talking about like real life things on your social media and you're just like really doing it and you did it all alone and i've been following you for years and like yeah. they really asked to see me they asked to it's cool it's really cool i don't That's know it's dope. like really humbling i guess any car any car, any car people pull up too to so many car up? people come it's so cool uh people I haven't seen in years have come so i actually like, cried a few times i go in the office and i'm like i cry i'm like oh my god i can't believe like people still like me <laughs> really yeah damn <laughs> you is that you really feel that way yeah I, i'm tearing up <laughs> it's like happy tears though <laughs> yeah I don't, I don't know i never really I, I mean i don't i never had like um a long you know relationship with you like where we you know hung out on that kind of in that sense but like i never really felt like you were a person that you know you could you'd be hated you know what i'm saying it's so annoying Ugh, i hate crying i warned him i said <laughs> i hope i don't cry um no nah, i don't think you should be crying though i think that's good i feel like you know it's it's i mean i'm here yeah so like <laughs> not saying that i'm a, like a big deal but like i wanted to interview you because like i see you a certain way i don't see you as somebody who's like what you think you are you know what i mean yeah i feel like a lot of people just the internet persona they just like believed this like weird green car shit that i was always mean to people yeah and they like never got to meet like the real me so like that's what was happening and i didn't i feel like this um acceptance and people saying like they support me just reinsured that i am on the right path yeah i don't know it makes me happy it's not like sad tears it's happy tears <laughs> okay good good yeah. yeah i don't i don't want you to feel bad no 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 <laughs> like it's happy that. it's like i can't believe like these people still follow me after these years like yeah. it's pretty cool and people, because we don't have that anymore yeah yeah so like you you know you definitely made an influence on a lot of people and um even you know even for me like i think that there's something that you can learn from every single person even for me on this podcast i try to pull something from everybody even off camera like so if there's something you could, i could learn from you is like to see somebody like yourself doing it and to have a house like this like it's like yo you could have this too mm -hmm. you know what i mean do you feel like girls are into guys with small cars random ass question with small cars yeah like do you think that if they have if if guys have a big car do you look at them a certain way like they have um, i used to okay i feel like I the thing was back in the car scene was the guys with the lifter trucks had small dicks. But now that I'm older, I'm like, 
those are like the men. Those are the hard workers. They need the truck because they haul and shit. Right. And most of them are patriots, Americans. And they, I don't know. I, I like, I, I see the trucks a whole different light now that I'm older. I don't know. Like I used to like the little cars like you're saying. <laughs> yeah. But now I have more respect for like the lifted trucks and, and those type of dudes, you know. So have you dated somebody who had a lifted truck? Not it wasn't a lifted truck, but my fiance <laughs> had a truck and I was like, This fucking truck all the time. I was so annoyed. It was a big it. truck, like Yeah, yeah. And I just like didn't understand it. I'm like, why do you want to drive a fucking truck all the fucking time? Like it's yeah. not fun. I, I think it's because I looked at it the fun way. Like my little cars I can maneuver and right. have the most fun with like trucks you can't. Right. You, you know, can, you know, dipping out of traffic and yeah. so on. Interesting. Yeah, I always um I always wonder that too because there's memes and, and people make skits of that too. Like, you know, big truck and guy gets out, he's like five, he's like five feet <laughs> tall. Um, but I never really got a woman's take on that and, and what, what like what they actually are into when it comes to guys. So what about guys who have like sports cars or exotic cars? Is that like if a guy pulls up in an exotic car or like, you know, a two hundred thousand dollar car, do you look at him differently? Not me, but I think it's because I know too much. Like me, my friend, like, so some of my friends, if we're sitting at dinner. Yeah. And I'm with my civilian friends. So we call them civilians. Us OnlyFans girls and influencers. We really? call regular people civilians. <laughs> so <laughs> it's a real thing. It's a thing. Okay. It's a thing. So if I'm with like my civilian friends and a Ferrari pops up at yeah. the restaurant, they're like, oh my God, who is he? He's probably rich. Who is he? He's probably famous. So like, oh my God, we need to go talk to him. Yeah. Me, I'm like, what rental company is that? Hundred <laughs> percent. It's my, always that one smart girl. That's like, yep. yeah, I don't know. Ninety <laughs> percent of them are rentals or a friend's car, and they're just trying to. Yeah. Yeah. Nest somebody. Yep. That's literally my first thing. Okay. Yep. Now, I, what if they approach you? This guy approaches you they can't they're oh you want to get in my ferrari like my first thing would be like like what do you have done to it or like what 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 else is up with it then Ooh, what do you have done to it that's tough though yeah because it's like most guys with money they buy the car and they probably don't even know what the hell they have they in the have car no idea what do you have done to it if a girl hits you with that and you in a lambo yeah. you better know what's in your car they have you no idea. better know what's they in your no car idea. that is that's and when they find one. out i have a porsche they're like you should see the whole change in them. Well, like what year <laughs> or like what kind of Porsche? And I'm like yeah. a 911 GTS. Oh, like I swear to God, it turns them off. It's a turn off. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. You would think that it, like some guys respect it and they're like, oh, shit. Like, that's awesome. Yeah. But then the other guys are like, oh, like, what do you mean? Like, you have a better car than me or or what did you do to get that? Or or it's not yours, it's your man's or your dad's. I think that's probably what it is. Something along those lines of like, what did you do to get that? What do you yeah. do? It's your boy's boyfriend's car or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's pretty interesting. So the girls that you're with, do they normally go for guys like that? Not like my girls who we are all influencers and mm -hmm. stuff like that. We're, you know how we said the car shows and we all grew up like they show, like we all like grew up and we weren't, we don't do car shows anymore. Right. It's the same thing in the influencer and OnlyFans life right now. So we didn't talk about this, but we are all in this weird limbo too. And I will speak for a lot of my friends. 
we are all in this limbo where we've been doing it for so long but a lot of girls are ready to settle down Mm. a lot of my friends they're single and they're hot and they're smart and they're amazing they cannot find a guy because they do not take us seriously it's very annoying because we're really good people yeah it doesn't matter what we do for a living and men like these real estate agents or like whatever you do we are all finessing we're all finessing in one way or another yeah so matt if we're finessing somebody online you're doing the same thing you're finessing a why are, why should you make like thirty thousand dollars off of uh being like the middleman of selling a house like what the fuck is that <laughs> what the fuck is that do you know what i mean like yeah. we're all finessing <laughs> so please shut the fuck up no that's a fact that i've seen some stuff where it's like and let's just say it could be like uh selling courses yeah of selling information that's already recycled people yeah. do it all the time and they charge a lot of money yeah and yeah you're finessing you're yeah. finessing. I so. see a lot of these people that are like, I'm selling entrepreneurship uh, lessons. And then you actually know the person and You're they like, make like 50000 a year. <laughs> I'm like, who, who are you finessing? And people buying it. It's Yo. like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> no, that's how it is. That is, yeah. that is very true. I mean, I, I wouldn't, I don't know if I could date an OnlyFans girl, mm-hmm. but... I don't know. I think it has to do with how much you trust your partner, basically. Yeah. What about guys who, who rev their cars? Ugh, I fucking hate it. Because it's a very common thing. And honestly, people do it like when they go to car shows. I guess it's okay at car shows when you pull up, you rev your car. But like when there's girls around, like, is that like a tacky thing to do? In 2023, are we still revving our cars for girls we see walking by? They are, but they shouldn't be really it is so annoying especially i see it in in my town i think it i don't know if i see it more because like my town there's not too many exotics and there's not too many like car show cars here or anything yeah. like that but if there are they think that they're fucking hot shots and there's somebody so they're revving their shit and just because the restaurant i know i sit outside sometimes yeah so i just see it all and I'm like, oh my God. And it's like a junky ass fucking car. It's like, it's a fucking Honda Civic rev- revving their shit at a red light. And I'm like, yo, bro, you ain't getting nobody. Please stop. Or it's like the Lambo that he just bought last mm-hmm. week and doesn't know how to drive it. And that's probably why he's revving it because yeah, he doesn't yeah. know what he's doing. But it's just like, not it. Like, please stop. I get people at like red lights that are like, rev it. Holy shit, girl driven. Oh my God, rev it. I never. I'm like, no, relax. Yeah. I'm not 16. It's so <laughs> weird. I've read, I've revved it maybe like once or twice for like an eight year old kid. Like, right. That makes sense. You know, he's like, oh, please. And the dad's like, come on. So then I do it. But like, yeah. not to not show to off. Stuff. Yeah. I never really understood that mindset of, of how guys like, just like what they think is going to happen. Like, what do you think is going to happen if you rev your car yeah. for a girl? Like, you think she's going to be like, oh, like, I don't even know. Like, oh, my God. Like, he's so hot. He's, he's <laughs> like pushing the pedal down. Yeah. And it's like the RPMs are going. Like, I don't understand. Like, I want to know if anybody watching this or listening, if if there's any girl you ever bagged that came up to your car after revving it. Yeah, please. Like, I would love to hear the story. So I make sure you DM, make sure you DM me on Instagram. Because I want to hear this story. If you have the story, I would love to hear it because I've never known anybody in it on 32 years on this planet that ever got a girl revving their car. No. Ever. Please stop doing it. It's yeah. so annoying. <laughs> it's so loud. And it's like the worst is just when it's like on the street. Like if you're not even at a car show. You're not doing nothing. Yeah. It's like, what the fuck are you doing? You might as well just honestly, you're probably better off honking your horn. Right? Yeah. I feel like it's, it's probably not as bad. 
I don't know. What the do you think? The whole thing is cringy. I don't know. No, it's it's super cringy. But does it make a guy more attractive if he has a nice car? Like, obviously, not when he pulls up. And obviously, you know, you got you were at dinner with your friends and so on. Just in general. Like, would you date a guy who had a clapped out G35, no bumper? No. No? No. What if he was a good guy in the restaurant, right? And you guys went on a couple dates. You'd never seen his car. And then one day, you know, you decide to go no, somewhere else after. No, no, like, no. Because I feel like for me, that means you don't take care of your yourself. Like you either like have money problems or you you're a dirty person. That's how I feel. Like you got a clapped out. You don't even have a bumper. Like what are you what doing? What if his interior is brand new? Like looks like it's like 10,000 miles in the car. You get inside. It smells good. It's minty. But the outside is just clapped up. I'll drive. I'd probably date him, but I'd drive <laughs> all the, the time. That's the funny part. And it's manual, too. I like the manual. You get bonus points if it's manual. But, but you won't know until you get in the car. So if you're walking up to it and you see it's clapped out, like, are you even going to get in? I'll do the date. But then from now on, no, I'd be your, like, I'll I'm say driving. If it's your second date. Second day, I'd say, I'm pulling up with the Porsche. Got you, bro. Like, really? <laughs> yeah. Damn. Okay. Interesting. Like, come on. Take care of yourself. Like, What if you can't afford it? Yeah, if you can't afford it, at least have it nice i don't want it clapped out on the on the end like come on go for I, a car wash get okay. the bumper fixed what are you doing insurance fraud what are you doing <laughs> like why are you getting your car fixed like so i think it's safe to say yeah that that does matter what yeah what what, what uh car uh a and just being drives. a car girl like maybe if i wasn't involved with cars then yeah i wouldn't care but i like, think that's what it is it's because you're a car girl so like it's kind of hard I think there's a lot you're you're up against a lot dating like a car girl. Yeah. Cuz it's like they look at they look at things a certain way. Mhm. Interesting. Interesting. Well, this was a great episode. <laughs> I hope um, so. <laughs> I, no, it was. This is actually I think um the ones I do by myself are usually better. Okay. But like I this is like 100% myself cuz nice. my girl's not here obviously to help, but like the conversations that we had are conversations that I've always wanted to have. And you knew a lot about cars too, because mm-hmm. you are a official car girl. Yeah. So um, I wasn't really expecting you to know, I guess what you know from back in the day, even with wheels and so on. Um, so I'm happy that you were able to kind of um, inspire people back then and even now when it comes to OnlyFans, even though it may be frowned upon, but you have changed lives whether it's only fans or even in the car community when it comes to models yeah so um i personally say i'm i'm proud of you thank you i'm super proud of you <laughs> um i'm proud of anybody that is able to uh, overcome at least something that you did or anything traumatic in their life and still have the ambition to go out there and kill it yeah so um much 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 love to what you're doing and um i wish the best for you thank you you so, too <laughs> um tell the viewers where to find you you can find me everywhere with uh, just look up that boosted chick. A lot of stuff's going to come up <laughs> bad and good. So just Google me. You'll find me. Um, I love the car scene. I I still have love for you guys. I am retired, but maybe if the right price it will bring me back in. But <laughs> <laughs> yes, please follow me. Um, come to Bethlehem, Pennsylvania. The Orchid Steakhouse is my restaurant. Come so to the you, sticks. Yeah. <laughs> so if you want to eat some good meat come over here and if you got some good meat maybe you subscribe yo you said that yo she said that with confidence too there was no pause in that like she's like and it's like okay it makes sense right I mean, right i had to <laughs> you're so comfortable in your own skin with this stuff so it's okay i can't i can't say that so i'm gonna say pause i'm gonna say pause in that one. 
Guys, make sure you guys like the video. I know you guys are watching right now in the chat. Please make sure you hit that like button. It helps the video get pushed way more. And if you're listening, please keep listening on all streaming platforms, Apple, Spotify, Pandora, if that's even still a thing in 2023, who knows? Amazon Music, all streaming platforms, we are everywhere. Until next time, guys, make sure you guys like, share, comment, and subscribe, and I will catch you on the next one. Peace.